Hello and welcome. This is the Lost in Sci-Fi podcast, or uh, Lost in Genre. Uh, I am your host, Leland, here with my co-host, Elizabeth. Hi, everybody. It has been a while. Uh, I moved. <laughs> you know, but you move for really good reasons. Though. Yeah, it's a good job. But uh, I'm trying to figure out how to do this over the internet. Oh, yeah? I'll yeah. be honest. It's very difficult for me to comprehend, and that's oh, really? why we haven't done a lot of oh, okay, it. Okay. Um, also, timing, because my schedule has drastically changed, yeah. and your schedule has as well. No, your schedule hasn't changed. No, but I am that you know nine to five, so pretty yes. much every day during the week, it's like, well, if you can do it late at night, sure. Yeah, no, yeah. and I'm now like 11 to 7. Right. Good times. <laughs> um, all my meals are late now, and I don't like it. Oh, uh, Small price to pay. <laughs> uh, but it is one of those things that, like, since we moved, or I moved, that we haven't, and I'm actually in the room with you because I came home for a weekend and I was like, well, might as well get a, something done yeah. out of this. But we're trying to be more regular. I, you know, it's it's fine, and we'll figure out that remote thing. I mean, honestly, if Catherine and I can do it, anybody can do oh, it. Oh, no, you know? 100%. <laughs> I know I can do it. It's just a matter of sitting down and actually doing it. Yeah. Um, have you heard of Roll20? No. Okay, so it's a, it's a dot com that... It's a dot com. Mm. I'm, I'm using terms from the early millennia. <laughs> um, it's like a virtual D&D thing that you can do with your friends. So people from around the world can game together oh, wow. all on like one hub or something. Sure. Um, I'm trying to figure it out. Everyone uses their own camera, their own laptop. They sit in front of it. but And then like, whoever has the DM control can throw up, like, PDF maps. And everyone can look at it. And you can do Sure. Sounds great. Yeah. That sounds very complicated to understand. And until I actually get in the system, I was like, oh, Lord. I wonder you could probably do that over Skype, too. Because Skype has a screen sharing function. So you can share your screen and show people maps and stuff like that. Same basic concept. But now you just go to a thing that doesn't it. it's specially made for something like yeah that, so. that's uh, cool. i mean great it's yeah it's i've seen people use it online so yes mm-hmm. it is a thing people can do i guess in the other way you could just not use a map and just use your imagination you know it's true because most of the games that we played when we were in college Granted, it was with a DM who didn't really know what he was doing, but we had so much fun, and yeah. he, never, he never had a map because he didn't know how to use them, so he'd just tell us, all right, you're, there's two tunnels in front of you, left or right. Sure, yeah. and, and there could just be a way to do it, but it, I'm visual. I like to have the map, the 3D things. Yeah. I get into it, so yeah. it's, it's, a little, it's, a little, it's, a, it's just another learning curve to try and figure out. I feel like I got... I turned 40 and I got shoved into like this weird new computer world where I was like, no. <laughs> All the things I'm that like, you could do on the computer. I'm like, I've been avoiding doing this for 40 years and now you're forcing me to do it. I'm like, fuck you. I don't want to do it. I'll tell you what, though. Finally getting into where I order like basic supplies from Amazon because it's not any more expensive than going to the store yeah. and it arrives at your door. I didn't do it for years and I don't know why. And now I'm like... Oh, I'm out of cans of cat food. I'm just going to put it a little Yeah, more. no, they've really made it so to the point where it's... I mean, there's a positive to it and a negative to it. The positive, yes, I don't have to leave the house. Yes. I can stay in my underwear and cat food will be delivered. <laughs> uh, negative, I don't go outside and I lose how to... The, I don't want to talk to people. Yeah. You lose the thing. human interaction experience. But it's then true. again, when you go out and you meet humans, you're like, this is why I don't go out. It's true. Yeah, I have to admit. But it's... 
I also feel bad for all the big box stores that are shutting down. 100%. I mean, not the companies themselves. Fuck those guys. I'm sure they're making money. Yeah. But all the people who that was their livelihood. Like, I know, I used to work at Borders back in the day, and I left long before they shut down. But I did Walden Books. I, you know, actually, it was um, Walden or, Books. was it B.D. Dalton? One of those yeah, mall exactly. bookstores. No, yeah. when I first started, it was Walden Books. I didn't even know that Borders owned Walden Books. Oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, that's not good. But I left long before <laughs> they shut down. But I know all these people who lost their jobs when they shut down. Who would have thought that me working at the newspaper would keep my job longer than the people at the bookstore? It's very frustrating because, you know, now that I'm um, managing House of Secrets in Burbank, um, the so two ninety nine comics were a thing for about a good stretch. Yeah. I mean, maybe you remember DC's you know, We Draw the Line at two ninety nine. Yeah. You know, that didn't last long. No. Um, comic, a regular single issue comic is, is three ninety nine now. That's a $4 piece of paper. Unless it's like a special issue and then it's, it's four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. But yeah. but we're getting a lot of more four ninety nine books in lately. And I'm like, is this your slow push into saying, hey, these are going to be four ninety nine soon? And I was kind of like, why? One, it's not like you've lowered your, your paper quality. So it's not like you're saving money on your end, but you're worried. The bottom line is almost like the comic book company is forcing the comic book store out of business. Right. And it's just like you do know that without us, people don't get them. And yes, there is the digital world, which is what they're forcing people to go to. But a lot of my customers do not do I would say 75%. They don't do the digital because they like the touch, the comic. I think that's another thing that I resisted doing for a really long time. And the only reason why I started doing digital is the convenience. A hundred percent. I do it sometimes. Yeah. And then also we're going to talk about the Prodigy series that you recommended. Mm. And if you wait for, especially Image does this all the time, you wait like maybe a month after it comes out instead of paying two ninety nine or three ninety nine for the book. It's now one ninety nine because well, it's older, yeah. and I'm like that. Unfortunately, I feel bad that I like physical comic books, but the convenience of the digital just gets well. Me. But Image is one of those fucking companies, though. Um, they drive me nuts as a retailer. They drive me up the wall really? because they they promote. Le- Let's go with um, um, uh, 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 Prodigy, for example. Sure. So Prodigy, they they solicited in uh, Diamond. You know, you knew it was coming out. Mark Millar, uh, Raphael Albuquerque doing a thing. Boom, everyone wants it. Okay, cool. We order a shit ton of number ones, and they instantly will put that book out of print. Essentially, they will not print more of them because Image is constantly hoping for the next Walking Dead. Situation because I don't know if you were aware, Walking Dead did not have a high print run in the beginning. So, like a Walking Dead number one is like a thousand dollar book right now, and it just keeps going up for what purpose I don't know, (laughs) but it does. So, it's very very frustrating as a retailer when it comes to image because if we don't get those initial orders in on those number ones, they may not make a second print of it, yeah, and thus forces you to go online. To wait a month for the dollar ninety nine special, sure. or you know, they even did even more complications. Is Robert Kirkman, you know, whatever? Uh, he wrote a book called Die Die Die. Okay, not in Diamond. No, we have. I don't. We have to like get it from someone. I, I which is weird. Right. No, we can get it from Diamond, but they're not solicited, so no one can order them. 
So we have to make special orders like, oh, we would like to get, you know, 25 copies of Die Number 4 or whatever. When, if it had been in the previews catalog that Diamond sends out, my customer could check it, oh, I'd like this. And then I know to order that. Which Diamond itself always, not, I'm not a retailer, so I don't know, but it seems like Diamond is the source of a hell of a lot of headaches for the comic book retailer. I don't have the time or the patience to tell you the shit I go through weekly. This monopoly company, they'll tell you they're not a monopoly. They will give you every Donald Trump excuse why they're not a monopoly. They are a motherfucking monopoly because I can't go to anybody else and get them. No, I was, that's the definition That's the clear of cut of a Do monopoly. Have, what is your option if you don't go through Diamond? You don't have one. Can you not order directly from the publisher? Oh, no, they wouldn't know what to do. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it's, they were brought, um, Congress brought, I, I'm paraphrasing this whole situation because I don't know the massive specifics of it. But Diamond was brought forth on Congress about being a monopoly. Like, they were going to be like, you're a monopoly. It's against the law. Like, the country's kind of founded on not having monopolies. There's a game that shows you how bad it is. Yeah. 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 And they guess their reasoning why they didn't cancel them or stop them was they were like, you don't understand. If you cancel or whatever, cancel. I keep saying cancel. I don't Mm. know the term. You shut us down. They were like, the comic book industry will stop. Because no one knows how to get them. And I was like... So they're holding the comic book industry hostage is what you're saying. That's kind of what it sounded like to me. I was like, so what you're saying is for a month we might be in a disarray, but we'll figure it out? Yeah, that's... I mean, short-term, awful, long-term better? Maybe. They are the... It's so complicated. Like, um, we have it on... What's... What is the thing... um, Allegedly, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I'm saying that for legal purposes, no one's listening. Um, <laughs> I heard some stories from higher ups at Diamond that they hire people who purposely do not like comics or are maybe lower education people so that that theft is down. Oh, but in doing that, they hire fucking idiots who don't know how to pull books and also don't care. They you know? don't care. The packaging that I get will blow you mind. You're like, I'm sorry, did you never play Tetris? This is not how you pack a box. Like, it'll be comics on the bottom, a statue in the middle, and then a big comic on top. So when you get it, it's all crunched, and we have to order another one, and they will ship it the same way. So then I have to order... Oh, it is... Every week is, and sometimes they'll just not send books. I remember, yeah, no. seeing you know various comic book stores that I follow on Twitter, and they're like, "Okay, guys, we've had a delay in shipping for yeah. blah blah blah." And that every delay, you know how people are short attention spans, mm-hmm. or they're like, "Well, I'll go to this other place here that maybe you know they oh, actually got their 100%. stuff." hundred percent. No, my boss calls them dead books on shelves. Oh, really? Like, oh, we had to wait a week for that. No one wants that now. Wow. You wanted it on Wednesday. Yeah, because two Wednesdays from now. Your brain has already moved on. You don't want Dr. Afra. No. You're done. Yeah. You know, it's it's very complicated. Like, um, there's some internal weird thing going on right now with Green Arrow. It is blowing my mind. Um, we can't seem to get Green Arrow books. Weird. It, now, the book is being canceled after issue 50, probably to relaunch it yet again. Because sure, I was like, really? You're yeah. not, one, you're not going to kill him. No. He's got a show. Yeah. What's your problem? Just keep it going. <laughs> like, no one's no one's angry at it but so we tried to get a couple issues and they were like no I'm sorry the print run's done and we're like what do you mean it just came out yeah. they're like no it's done and I'm like so you gave me four wow. 
when I ordered 25 and seven of those were pre-orders for customers. Right. So I had to, it's basically comes to, it's Sophie's choice. I got to pick, it's either I go alphabetically or I go, well, who of these seven people do I like better than the other seven? And that is definitely a thing that happens. Anybody who thinks it doesn't is kidding themselves. And I, yeah, I become God for those nerds. And then I'm like, I have four of these copies. Who didn't piss me off this month? Right. You get the book. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's it, Diamond is a very, very complicated company. I'm sure they're under a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. and they have their own drama to deal with, so I don't want to assume that they're all morons. Mm-hmm. But on my end, when I say I ordered 50 copies of Batman, yeah. and you send me one... And I have an order form, or, you know, I have a fucking, uh, what do you call it, packaging slip that says, should be in a box, 50 copies, and someone checked it off that they were in there, and you're like, well, where'd they go? Yeah. Um, And we'll call, and our girl, our representative is great. She's an amazing woman. Um, I don't remember her name, but I talk to her occasionally. My boss usually does it. But, like, she's fantastic. She always hooks us back up, Hmm. but it's we call her every week. Like, you shouldn't there's have There's never do it. a week where we don't call Diamond. That's not a business plan to have somebody whose job it is to fix all the problems in the shipping. I mean, I the mean, business plan should be not having... Also, the fact that, from what you say, they've got people there who don't care about comics and aren't very intelligent because they're trying to keep down the theft. Sure. Problem. If that's your way of dealing with theft at your company, then you've got way bigger problems than A hundred percent. We, two weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, because you know, time of recording... Um, they didn't ship us 15 books one day. Mm. And it was like, even when I got to the store to pull books on Tuesday night, I was like, this looks... Looks light. I was like, and he goes, yeah, there's like three boxes missing. Mm. I was like, okay, like we know there's three boxes missing or they didn't ship three boxes. He's like, I don't know yet. I was like, okay. He's like, he's like, go through, he's like, do your thing and we'll figure out what's missing tomorrow. You know, and I, I do, because we lay them all out on the back counter and then we have to figure out, you know, previous pools and pools, whatever. So it's, I'm making my job sound a lot more complicated than it is, but there's a, little, there's, there's a little headache to it yeah. if you don't know what you're doing. Um, so we didn't get like Avengers, Spider-Man, a Batman, oh. a Captain Marvel number one. You know, these are big items as far as like nerds are concerned. Like yeah. they want... They're Spider-Man when Spider-Man comes out. They don't want it two days later. No. Uh, and so, you know, we called. We're like, yeah, we didn't. And, and, and we were like, we didn't get these. And she goes, oh, God, hold on. So she did her whatever she does. And she goes, yeah, it looks like someone just forgot to take a paper out there. And, uh, you know, a paper with all the other books on it. I was like, it kind of sounds like someone just didn't care that there was, you know, page 14 or 15 was missing and they didn't really look at the page numbers is what it sounds like to me. Now, is that or how much of it is incompetence and how much do you think might be theft? Oh, I'm going to say it's all incompetence. Oh, okay. All right. So you don't think that people are walking off with these boxes of comic books? If they are, then, then you, as you just said, then they have a higher priority problem right. because these boxes aren't light. Yeah. You can't hide them underneath a shirt. <laughs> no right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these are good-sized boxes. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know how you would get that out of a warehouse without anyone noticing, but I don't know. The conspiracy sure theorist, The conspiracy theorist in myself that I try to pretend doesn't exist but sometimes exists. I'm like, yeah. what if there's like a mafia organization that and sells black be. market comic books? I mean, you know? Who the fuck knows? Yeah. I mean, the variant thing is becoming oh, God, such so a goddamn ridiculous. problem. Yeah. I mean, we have people outside the door at 11 a.m. Well, I open at 11, so they're out there at 10.30. Mm-hmm. And I always have a line. It's the same, like, seven goofballs every week. God bless them. Yeah. They pay my rent. Yes. But 
They're weirdos, and they want they, they they're like, and it's like nerd locusts. They come in and they just eat the side of the floor, and they come back and they've got like all these variants, and they're like, well, this is going to be worth something. No, it's not. A hundred percent, it's not. But I'm glad that you're going to spend twenty nine ninety nine on a piece of paper. Wow. I'm not. I'm like, I give you your discount, so you're good to go. But like, mm-hmm. whatever. You're a weirdo. So when he's talking about publishing problems and all that kind of stuff, and I've been meaning to ask you about this mm. one. So, IDW. Okay. Are they doing poorly? I have no idea. Okay. I mean. Okay. They have some big ticket items that sell. I mean, now Grant, in our defense, though, we only order like 10. Yeah. 10 per title. Yeah. And then that's for the floor. Sure. So I probably order 20 because they probably have preview pools. pools or whatever. Yeah, right, right. So I would say on a, on, a, on a good week, if IDW pimps out, um, their main titles are like Turtles, Ghostbusters, G.I. Joe, yeah. and Transformers. And Transformers now is changing completely. Completely changing. Did you see the new looks, though? I did see some of the preview covers. I was for like, it. I, so even I checked. I, even I put, I, I put myself to pull Oh, on. I'll definitely I was like, it, yeah. oh, I'll look at that. Because um, I was too late to jump in the game right. for the, new, the, the, the one that just ended from apparently... The greatest Transformers comic in the world. Yeah. Everyone's told me that. Yeah, it's so I'm like, pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's go with Transformers, for example, because, ah, fuck it, let's do Turtles, because Turtles I actually order. Cool. So let's say we order 30 copies of Turtles. So I have a small stack compared to like a Batman or a Spider Man. Yeah. Um, I'll pull 10, 15 tops. You know, we get our allotted variant covers, unless someone's asked for one specifically. That's a different thing altogether. So I would assume. For our store, and we're a pretty good store, I probably get IDW Comics maybe 50. 50 a week, okay. tops. You know, multiply that by other stores, and they're, and, you know, they have products that people like. Right. It, it's weird, though, because they've got IP that is, like, popular, but it's not super popular. Well, it's, it's Transformers specifically, because as near as Catherine and I can figure, what happened was you had... This one author who was doing one of the G.I. Joe books, uh-huh. he changed one of the characters that's generally male, okay. changed it to a female African-American, most likely LGBTQ character. And a lot of the dude bros... What character was this? I can't remember. I don't... It's, it's, a, it's a legacy G.I. Joe character. I don't know. Okay. But it was, it was a specific book that he was doing. Of course, you know, a lot of dude bros complain. Oh, yeah. They, no, they don't like change. No, no they, they really don't. don't. Yeah. Especially not... You know, there are people saying it's social justice work. So somebody had accused him of something, and he got up on Twitter and made this comment, which I can't remember what it was. Giving him the benefit of the doubt, the idea was, I hate it when people try to, you know, shore up their argument by disingenuously using 9-11. You know, it's like, I know you don't care and whatever. But what it came around to was, I'm tired of people bringing up 9-11 in an argument and whatever. It was a bad tweet. It was bad. And he got I jumped mean, on. I mean, a little bit, he's not wrong. No, no, I mean, that was the thing. Yeah, Give him like, the benefit of the doubt. But unfortunately, he phrased it badly. Yeah, if you're going to... You, you, if you trump it, yeah, bad things happen. Yes, you, you exactly. got You can't trump that. you got to think about what you're about to say. So his book got canceled. And IDW said... It didn't have anything to do with that. It's that the pre-sales for the book weren't good. And he's come out to say, you know, with the kerfluffle with the tweet and everything, they told me not to promote the book. So it didn't get promoted, so it didn't get pre-ordered, so it wasn't successful, so it got canceled. Okay. But very, very soon after that was when we heard that every single Transformers book would be brought to an end. None of the original writers or original artists would be working on the reboot. Okay. 
So I figure Hasbro's pissed, but IDW won't really give us a lot of information about it. You know, there's not, they don't say, was it the sales? Was it yeah. the complaining? Was it this? So I'm always, I'm still to this day, I assume that Hasbro didn't like being brought into controversy, but you would it's almost awesome. think that Hasbro would just yank the license from them and give it to one of the other guys. They still have the Hasbro license for all the books. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, you can always. I mean, you can see sales online. Like that, that, that's a thing you can look up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay, for example, uh, something that's doing very well that shocked everybody. So um, over at Dynamite Comics. Their big claim to fame right now would be uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's their book. I'm going to go with yesterday. Sure. Um, yeah. Those fans are crazy. Like, not like crazy, crazy bad. Like, like apparently, it's the best Power Rangers story ever being told. Wow. So I was like, cool. Okay. Um, so they're doing pretty good on that. So Diamond got, or not Diamond, Dynamite got um, the rights to do a new Elvira comic. Mm-hmm. So um, Elvira comes out. She does, well, not her. Uh, David, the guy who's writing it. I know David. He's a good dude. He's writing this. It's called Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Very on the nose what the title is. Sure. So they do, a sing- they do a first issue. And it sells well. And we sold out day one. Now, granted, we only ordered like, you know, a handful. Sure. Minus the 17000 that I took and then whatever was for the store. <laughs> sure. Because as I just got done bitching about variants, I had to have them all well, for Elvira. Elvira, Right, yeah. so... Well, because each one is a different artist's interpretation of her. Right, so and it's I'm a like, piece of artwork oh, on its own. I gotta have that. Yeah. Not like I couldn't get it online. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. It's it's uh, hi- hyper... No. Hyperbole? No, what's the... Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm 100% right. sure. Sure, fine. Uh, so... Um, issue two comes out. We sell more. Issue three comes out. It's now a thing. Like it's actually hitting on the like. Hey, this is a good book. People should be reading that. Um, so I told, and we had to do so many reorders. Uh-huh. Like I at least at least eight reorders on number one and two. So I told I told my boss, I was like, hey, for issue four, you may want to bump it twenty percent. He was just like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'll save us the reorder cost because you know we, we got to. Pay shipping and handling yeah. all this shit. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. So, um, so much in fact, they did another. She's got two books now. Wow. So they've got a mini series coming out right now called The Shape of Elvira, which is a her version of The Shape of Water. Sure. Um, which I honestly did not get until I opened the book and oh. saw what they were doing. I was like, oh, that makes sense now. No. Like yeah. I don't. No, know. no, it's right there. You I, got it from the moment I said the shape of Elvira. No, actually, I was thinking okay, shape I like <laughs> curviness. See, and that's know? what I thought. I mean, it's probably a double entendre. But I'm anyway, sure it is. Um, so David came in the store because he likes to come in and sign the books. Um, and, and then he was like, "I said, hey, I was like, is Mistress that our cancel? He's like, "No, no, no." He's like, "We're taking a little break um, in between arcs or whatever, while Shape of Water did, or Shape of Elvira." Did. I'm like, "Oh, okay." He goes, "Well, Lisa, it hasn't been canceled as far as I know. I'm writing issue ten right now, so good. Hope you know, hope for the best." And I was sure. like, "Awesome," but he was telling me that he got a phone call because initially when he got hired, they said, um, "We want you to write an Elvira book," and he goes, "Okay, I have six ideas." So he brought out six ideas, and they were like, okay, we, we like this one. Okay. All right. So they, they called him and said, well, we want you to write another one. And he was like, wait, wait. So you're asking me, you're saying that in 2019 or 18, that an Elvira book is selling so well that you 
can justify doing two titles a month. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah. He's like, okay. Yeah, well, I'm sure. in. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, one, they pay him. So he yeah. does his job. And he's a really good dude. So I was like, cool, cool. So, um, and then a little tidbit on it, because this is interesting. She has final say. It's it, it, Diamond is like you know producing it essentially. Diamond Dynamite is producing it. He's writing it. They got a really good guy. Um, you can I can't remember his name right now, but I know his, his Instagram is like David Draws Good or something like that. Sure. Um, you know they're doing all this, and he had not. David actually hadn't met her yet, mm-hmm. um, but she had been emailing him, and she would get final script approval because it's her. Property. Oh, she course. is the person. Yeah. So she would say, like, okay, this is good here. I would maybe say this, or I would maybe say this, you know, and he would take some of her stuff. He'd work some of it in, he'd work not, depending on what he was telling. Um, so they were going to do a, a dynamite, dynamite, yeah, <laughs> the diamond, dynamite, diamond, <laughs> I did it right there. Uh, dynamite was, they did a bunch of um, Halloween specials. So they'd like Red Sonia Halloween special, the Vampirella Halloween special, right. um, the Betty Page meets Cthulhu, like she would. Why not? And it was really funny. Nice. So, you know, El- and Elvira. So all these came out, and you know, Red Sonia, Tarzan, Betty Page, all the, there was no Elvira comic. And I kept waiting for it to come out. And Halloween was on a Wednesday this year, and there was no Elvira comic. Oh, wow. So he came into the store a couple weeks and was like, hey, what's up with that Elvira, the Halloween special, bro? Like... I got cut. We're waiting. And yeah. he was like, he goes, oh, fun tidbit. She didn't like it. Boom. Wow. Okay. And it was essentially, she did not think it was a great story. Not anyone's fault yeah. to the writer or the artist. But. you, If you're going to have yeah. your name and your face and your brand attached to yeah. something, you want to make sure that it's good. I, 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 she was like, it wasn't on brand. So they canceled it. Wow. Which I thought was kind of fascinating because I was like, good for her. Yeah, yeah. Like, even at this age, age at this stage and her age at the game, she's like, no, no, that's not how I roll. I just respected that a lot. Like, yeah. I was just like, anyone, it's kind of like Todd McFarlane. He has final say on Spawn. Yeah. You're not going to change Spawn. No. And have him be like, no, I just, I didn't care. You know what I mean? Like, these creator, owner, Things that they own, they that's their livelihood. Like right. if it's not good, you're not going to put it out. Whereas I feel like Hasbro. Did you read any of the crossover stuff that they had with no, like God, Rom no. and the Space it, Knights it, it and, looked, and Mike Knotts? I was bad. so bored. I'm like, yeah. oh, the Visionaries one. I read the Visionaries and Transformers one. Flipped tables all over the place. Yeah. They killed a legacy character in there. Who they kill? Cop. I don't know who that is, so no. it can't be that legacy. Ah, <laughs> I was like, is it Gen 1? I was like... <laughs> it's it's from the movie, oh, so okay. yes. Yeah, um, yeah no, so... <laughs> like, I, there are five Transformers. It was, apparently it's like, Optimus Prime, it's Megatron. It's, did you see the Bumblebee movie? I have not yet. It's fun. It really is I fun. really want to see it. Also, the five minutes they spend on Cybertron is probably worth the price. Oh, no, everyone's just like, no, no, that first ten minutes is the greatest Transformers it's, movie it's, ever made. I was I like, cool. I want to see the whole movie take place on Cybertron yeah. now. It's really good. No, also, it's on the list. I'll get around to they it. They look a lot better now. You know, the Bayformer look is toned down a lot. Yeah, so. well... Apparently they read the internet. Yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah, and I feel it probably chaps his ass too. Well, he was an executive producer on it, so he's still he, making the money. He, yeah. yeah, he making the money, but he ain't doing nothing. No, with it. That's his ass ain't on set. No, thank know. God. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So yeah, but Transformers. I was saying for, for Hasbro, it's like I don't think they cared one way or the other. 
about the story or the art or whatever. It's just all about the money. Yeah. And that's the only reason why they rebooted everything now because, I mean, you had all this, like, really inclusive storytelling and diversity and it was interesting and fun and complicated and whatever. But then they had all these people threatening boycott because of the stupid writer making a well not well thought out tweet, and they're like, ah, well, no. And I'm like, Meh. well, you heard about um, Shadow of Vader? Did you hear about this? No. Okay, so Marvel has had the um, the Star Wars line mm-hmm. since Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, so you've got the Star Wars, which is ongoing, mm-hmm. still ongoing. That's the one that they have not canceled or stopped at all. Vader had one writer, one artist for 1 through 25. Okay. It was um, Karen Gillan and I want to say Salvador LaRocca. LaRocca. I I'm saying the, the name wrong. I remember the art being pretty solid. So. 1 through 25, great story. Yeah. Set in um, Empire Times, so you got Luke and Leia would occasionally be in those books. They had crossovers. Mm. So when those 25 are done, I guess, you know, Karen Gillan had his story. He was like, I'm good. Mm. Um, so they, they reissued it with a number one again. And Charles Soule took over writing for another 1 through 25 with multiple artists throughout the issues. Um, Better than the first 25, in my opinion, because, one, you weren't bogged down by the Skywalker bullshit because you could, you didn't have to, and it was Clone War stuff. And I like Clone War stuff. It's unfortunate that we have a Clone War movie that is not as... Not as good as a representation that the series, the show did. Um... So they did a lot of really neat stuff in that. So they that was coming to an end. He wrote his, uh, Charles wrote his 1 through 25. Boom, they were going to cut it in. So they were going to start another series, which I think was going to be, a, like they were going to do a series of mini-serieses and not really um, devote time to a full uh, title again. Right. And so this uh, a writer, I cannot remember his name, and I'm going to not do the best, I'm not going to give you the best version of this because they don't know a lot of specifics right. but he was going to write a book called Shadow of Vader and he wrote three of I guess two were ready to go one was being written uh, it was in Diamond we were solicited people could mark it on there and then I went to enter it into the system and I realized they were gone oh. so from you know 490 went to a thousand so ten things were missing. And I was like, did I do something wrong? And then yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to system that well. I hope I didn't fuck up. No. So I dove into it. So apparently what happened is this writer, he also wrote a couple books, um, novels, and he had a like LGBTQ character. And they were going to bring that character into the Shadow of Vader book. Well, people flipped out. Oh, wow. And I guess he'd said something somewhere along the lines... So Disney and Marvel decided to fire him. Oh, no. Now, I don't know if it was a warranted firing or not due to what he said because I don't know the full story. But bottom line, he got fired, so the book got canceled. So there is no Vader book on the horizon, which is weird Mm -hmm. because it's Darth Vader. And it's been making money for a while now. it's been making a lot of money. So there is a new one coming out later. I don't even... Visions of Vader. That was some stupid name. But... So that's another example of like someone getting fired for maybe saying something out of context or not saying something at all. I mean, the James Gunn thing is a prime example of like, okay, so you said something kind of dumb 20 years ago. But if you look deeper into his thing, he said, he wasn't saying what he was saying. It was a dark humor joke. Also, James Gunn was abused as a child. So if anyone can say anything about abuse, let him be the one to say it. 
And then Disney had to fire him. And I'm pretty sure they didn't want to. But because the internet, it's 2018 and we live in Trump's America, everyone's got to get fired if you say something dumb. And it's so, I mean, it's like, I think conservatives would like to say that liberals get up in arms about, you know, liberals are always angry and they're always pointing out things sure. on PC. I think there's plenty of liberals who are getting fired for saying shit, I too. You know, everybody is up like, in arms at this point. just like walking on eggshells trying not to offend anybody yeah. on both sides. Did you hear about Border Town? No. Okay, so there was a comic book from. I think it was a Vertigo book. That's right, DC Vertigo. Okay, yeah. If anyone doesn't know that, Vertigo is owned by DC. Yeah. That's uh, a shell company. Yes. Um, so uh, it was a book called Border Town. It was, uh, took place, I believe, in Texas about a border town near the Mexican border. But instead of um, illegal Mexicans trying to cross the border, it was illegal Mexican monsters trying to cross the border. It was like tongue-in-cheek. It was yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, the art was funky. It wasn't for me, but people really did. They dug it. So they had like four issues come out. Um, the guy, he, I met the, the writer. He came into the store one day. He was a very nice guy. I would never thought he was a dark, evil person. Hmm. Apparently, he likes to beat women. Oh. So that came out. The writer, I mean, not the writer, the artist and the um, inker and I believe the letterer were all like, well, we're not going to write this book for you no more. Yeah. So they... They fired him from Vertigo, and they canceled the book. And then DC sent out a thing to all retailers that were like, hey, due to yada, 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 um, you may send back your Border Town comics to us, and we will give you a credit for the whatever your customers don't like due to his wife beating or whatnot. Yeah. Again, I'm getting a lot of this all crazy. Mm. And it was one of those things, and we, we got into a big discussion at the store, and I was like, I'm not defending him by any stretch of the imagination. I've never beat a woman, mm-hmm. nor will I, will I, probably, yeah. in yeah. life. But, I, and this kind of encompasses all of 2018, and I kind of felt like, well, is there still the proven innocent until proven guilty factor? Yeah. I'm not saying he did or didn't. That's not my, my problem. No, no. You know? And I, I mean, with the Me Too movement, I think there's so many positive things women are feeling comfortable at coming out and speaking about. Yes, that there's a to lot them. of good stuff from that movement. However, I mean, I hear people every once in a while, it's like, oh, well, somebody accuses me, he's automatically guilty and everybody fires him and everything. And I'm like, Every once in a while, I'm like, I hate to say that they have a point, you know? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, we're not the people to to, 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 I, to make those decisions. You I are more than I am. You're well, an actual woman. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, it's like, we. I do want to make sure that people are not being unjustly accused. Yeah. Um, but then you got, like, the whole foo-foo with Neil deGrasse Tyson, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I'm like, fuck, I met the guy, and he seemed nice. And I don't know him personally, and I don't know these women personally. And so people are like, well, do you think you did it or not? I'm like, I have absolutely no clue. Well, it's like the Chris Hardwick thing. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I I have no idea. Now, granted, yeah, he's been pretty open about he's kind of a controlling, crazy person. He's got several podcasts that will let you know that. Uh, Chloe, also kind of known as a little bit of a crazy person. Maybe there was a miscommunication. Maybe he did abuse her. Maybe she took it the wrong way. I don't know. It's not my business. She had recordings, and God, I wish if she did, she would have released them. It's kind of like if you're going to buckle down and say you have proof, and then when he denies it wholeheartedly, then maybe you got to nut up and be like, well, here's the proof then. But then again, she she didn't want to ruin someone's career over it. But she kind of did. Yeah. Because the stigma is still there. Yeah. The problem is, I now no longer listen to his podcast. I don't either. I don't either. And it, that's the thing. I mean, it, yeah. I don't. 
Because I would hate to think that she had made all that shit up. No, and somehow 100%. I, somehow I think that she didn't. But it is no, true I, I, that, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't know. I The one thing that I hope that's good that's coming out of this, for all these women who have come forward to talk about abuse and nobody believes them and they say, you know, well, you should have said something at the time. Yeah. The one good thing I would hope to come out of this is that if you are the victim of abuse, if there's any possible way you can come out about it as soon as it happens. I mean, maybe this is going to give women a little more courage to be like, speak up now because, you know, if you wait 20 years, your own story is not going to have the credence that it has now. A hundred percent. I wouldn't judge women for not coming forward. It's got to be a horrific thing to happen to you. And maybe you just want to like, I don't know. We could, well, we could I mean, go into a whole but, thing about the. Oh, no, of course. But like, yeah. but women have had, oh, I don't know, a millennia of proof that says every time we do come forward, yes. no one believes exactly. us. Exactly. Or they, so or even that's like, why we never said Neil deGrasse Tyson, one of those accusations against him was actual flat out rape that she was drugged and raped. Ooh. And what he, he actually did. Like a Cosby situation? Yeah, it seemed Ooh. to be. Yeah. And. He came out, you know, there was four allegations against him. Three were like harassment or uh, you know, improper stuff. He addressed all those. And even when he addressed him, it's just like, I, I still think he sounds a bit like a clueless guy who doesn't know that you should not hit on your assistant. You know, it's just the oh, thing. You, did, you should just not hit on your assistant. You really general. shouldn't. Exactly. But this last one, his defense for this last one about the rape and uh, everything. Yeah, he painted her as a crazy person. He said, you know, she's this, she's that. And like, because no guy has ever done that to a woman accusing her oh, of rape of before. Of course yeah. not. All women are crazy. Exactly. So it's like, it's really, I don't, that I do want to say for the record that I do think that, you know, the innocent until proven guilty should still be a thing. But at the same time, I think if it happened to you, you got to speak out. Oh, no, 100%. You, yeah. you should always speak up. Yeah. I do agree with that. But, but I, just, it, I don't know what just, the solution is at this no, point. No, there's yeah. no solution, no, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, was it Louis C.K.? Well, I asked permission first. Uh, oh, thank you? Yeah, I, exactly. But you still did it. Yeah, like, also, if it was somebody who's an assistant, I mean, if you've got that relation. And some people are just like, well, you know, these women who say that, you know, they didn't want to have their careers destroyed, that was more important to them than the thing. And I'm like, what if you had gone to school and spent literally a decade studying for something training for something this was the thing you most wanted yeah. to do and that this thing came up and if you didn't buckle down and do whatever they said you would no longer be able to work in this thing anymore yeah the how thing many, you've put your whole life into how many i mean everybody's saying well she chose her career over speaking up i mean if it if it was your dream wouldn't you probably do it as well I, it's just a i think it's the, the, the white old men in charge. Yes, they feel their the, the death rattle has begun, and oh. they don't like oh, it. Oh, I know. It's like the it's like Trump. You push him into a corner. Yeah, the cat's got claws. Yeah, like all animals are more vicious when you put them in a corner. Bitches in a corner. Yeah. So yeah. the whole world is reacting terribly. It's it's yeah, and you know, and the comic book industry is no different since we're tired. So, so let's bring yeah. it back to comic books. Um, you know, the animation industry too has its terrible, terrible people. I mean, know? it's just it's just it's it's a sad thing that we live in a world right now where it's like people are, feel they are scared to say anything mm-hmm. or to do anything because of what may happen. Um, but realistically, I don't think it's it's. It's always been that way. Yes. I just think it's now on Front Street and everyone's yeah. like, oh God, I don't know what to do with the information. Yeah, that no. I've always known. It's out in the yeah. daylight now. So it, it's, it's weird. so interesting. But it's anyway, so no Vader book at the moment. Okay. Yeah. So long story short, no Vader book. That's all right. Oh, um, you had mentioned before we fell down that rabbit hole that there were uh, reboots and whatever, um, uh, Transformers reboots, stuff sure. like that. So Buffy had a reboot. 
I was hearing about that. So Buffy was Dark Horse. Dark Horse, I guess, lost the rights or didn't renew, whatever. Boom came in and was like, we'll take it. Okay. So I read it. It was fucking amazing. And it really blew my mind because one, we sold out and we were like, I know uh, my boss came back from lunch. He was just like, uh, where are all the Buffies? It was like, sold out. Wow. He goes, fuck off, they didn't. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he goes, we haven't sold out of a Buffy book since that first season eight run. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. 100%. I've been Which, reading. Which, by the way, was like 10 years ago. Yeah, I was going to say, I've, I've read a lot of the Dark Horse stuff. I'm, they're not bad. They're not bad. But I never felt the need to continue reading. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Season eight was great. Yeah. Once you d- stop. Okay. Like, you're like, I've made it to season eight. Great. Yeah. Season nine, eh. Yeah. And now we've got a completely new one. Uh, I mean, it's 100%. It's a reboot. But it's the beauty of the book is it was like, we know you know Buffy. Yeah. We know you have read all that crap. You've watched all the shows. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're just going to take it back to the bare bones, what it used to be about. You know, she's only been in Sunnydale for three weeks. She's working at some fast food joint. She meets Willow and Xander randomly by saving them from a vampire in a parking lot. Um, Anya Anya is already in town working in the magic shop. So, and you know, Giles is working in the library. And they just kind of like, we're going to take all the things you know, but we're going to tweak it. Okay. Like, do we need to spend four seasons getting to know Willow was a gay character? No, she's already out. Like, oh, just cut nice. to the chase. Like, nope, she's an out gay proud woman at work, living in school. So I wasn't sure you when, when you said the reboot. So they are taking it all the way back to the, oh, she's the TV high school. series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And it was so, it was written well. Um, the art was pretty fucking good. And it was compelling. Like, I was, it kind of made me, I was like, oh, shit, am I back into this Buffy mode oh, again? Good. Like, I don't know if I want to rewatch the show. Did you hear this? There's actual, like, book books coming out, too. Oh, good for them. Yeah, and I, I well, I, from what I read in Entertainment Weekly, which I hardly ever read that thing, sure. they, they had Buffy in the table of contents. I'm like, oh, what's this about? I've heard they're pretty good I mean, well. it was solid, and I was kind of like, and it, what it made me think of was just like, not to take away from anything that the show did previous, because the show will, no one's going to take it away. Yeah. Like, that's the thing about reboot shows and stuff. Like people go, oh, well, we already had one. You, you can still watch it. I was about to say Star Trek. Oh, you know? it, uh, yeah, I'm like, it's, it's still there. It's still there. But so, the, um, if they were to reboot this show on TV, it better fucking be this book. Uh-huh. Because this is the this is the show I want. Like, I was like, oh, if you're going to do it, this is the way to do it. How's uh, Mr. Joss Whedon, speaking of the Me Too movie? But he's still in charge of it. Okay. Oh, so is oh he, yeah. you mean, oh, is I he... know nothing about that. I know, I don't either. I mean, yeah. I'm like, every time I hear about some Joss Whedon pro- uh, project, I'm just like, do we still like him? Or, uh, isn't it funny that I think, am I allowed to like him? I don't know if I'm allowed uh, to like is him. It, yeah. yeah, he's one of those names that was just kind of like brushed under the rug real quick. He also didn't have a big movie coming out of the time, so no one gave a That's fuck. Right. I love you know? the fact that one of the Twitter responses I saw was somebody said, man, great, because every time I watch an old episode of Buffy, I have to wonder which one was the one that he was screwing around on his wife with, you know? Ooh. I kind of tended... Isn't it awful? I'm like, probably Charisma Carpenter, because she's very pretty, but I don't know for sure. You know? <laughs> no. I don't know. I was don't say not... things about Cordelia. I know! It's awful! Who Sarah. was not even in the book. Oh, Really? 
Now I don't remember. Oh, wow. Now, you know what? Now I don't remember. She was, I just, I'm always I don't amazed. think she was, honestly. She was such an awful person at the beginning of the series, but yeah. towards the end, you just adored her, you know? She was the best. Well, maybe she was. I don't know. I have to reread it. Yeah. But it did end with um, Drusilla, and I was like, okay, well, we got y'all Drew doing stuff. Yeah. I like this. I yeah. like this a lot. So uh, we just decided this is going to be a two-parter. Aren't you excited? <laughs> yeah. um, so you and Jada. Went, and Lisa. Lisa went to Arizona? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're I was right. like, it was like, you went to another state. We did, we did. Yeah, it was uh, Ace Comic Con, which I guess is part of Wizard World, I think, maybe? But they okay. do they do conventions all over the country. Um, they've had one, I think, in like Seattle and Phoenix? Uh, uh, this one was in yeah Glendale, which is just outside of Phoenix. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, but they do they do conventions all over the place. We were going because Jada's sister and Lisa bought her a photo op with Tom Hiddleston, which Jada okay. had never done before. So that was our whole reason of you know schlepping our butts all the way out to Arizona. But yeah, not that bad. I was surprised it was six hours. Uh, five and a half, I think. Yeah, not bad. It's not not too yeah. bad. Yeah, we we made it in good time. But you know what? It was. I keep telling everybody it was a surprisingly well-run convention. I've heard really good things about the Phoenix Con. That's why I was wondering right. if it was the Phoenix Con. Do you know where they hold Phoenix Con? Do you know where they have it? Because I don't. Either. I think this is different. But this one was held at the hockey stadium, which was I know right. And get this. So you've got the first level. You know how when you go to a hockey stadium, it's got that big round outer area before yeah, you yeah. go in. So the first level... Where all the concession stands and stuff are. Right. Okay. What they did was the first level was, I believe, all the vendors. So various okay. people selling stuff. That was all on the first level. Makes sense. You go up two levels and another one of those big round things, and that was where they had the artist alley going okay. all the way around. So that, I like that just you know, that you're walking Yeah, around. yeah, yeah. You don't have to go through aisles. That's right. kind of nice. So then you go into the area where it's usually the ice, uh-huh. and they have all that stadium seating and all of the panels were down in that area. Okay. So you would, you know, you just walked in and sat down. There was the seats that were on the floor, like right in front of the stage. Right. And I had heard them saying, you know, hey, the first 15 rows, that's VIP only. You know, we'll move people up once the panel starts, blah, blah, blah. Sure. So Lisa and Jada are heading down to the ground. I'm like, oh, I think that's the VIP area. They said, no, only the stuff in front. And I'm like, we're about ready to see Michael Fassbender. There's no way those seats that are 20 you know, seats away from the, the, the stage, stage, there's no way we can sit there. No, we could. They just hadn't filled up yet. Right so, on. yeah, it was. we didn't have to wait in line. We so, just no, Fassbender was there for X-Men. Dark Phoenix. Yeah. How'd what, that conversation go? I think, well, all right. So, the, <laughs> what's, who's the chick who plays um, uh, Storm, the young woman? Alexa something. She, uh, Alexandra. Ship, I think. Yeah, that, that's I it. Think Alexandra so. Ship. She is cute as a button. I mean, she she's really. So nice. I liked her as Storm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I believed her African accent much more convincing than Halle yes. Berry's. Yes. Well, yeah. so it was actually, I thought it went very well. Michael okay. Fassbender is charming as just like will not stop. Sure. Uh, Alexander Shipp is adorable. They had the kid who plays um, Scott. Yeah, yeah which, Ty Sheridan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like a nice guy. I don't care about Scott. I never have. You <laughs> know, like, I was, don't like Cyclops, so fuck so, I know. He was fine. Yeah. Everything was fine. I thought it was a good panel. Is there not good buzz about Dark Phoenix? No, no, no. No, really? nothing of those those two X Men movies coming out this year. Like it's just uh, really. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Well, the panel I thought was nice, and the funny thing is, you know, we're taking pictures with our phones, right? Sure. We were there with press passes, so Ace, like, we start getting emails after it. They had their professional photographers taking shots. Uh, they sent us 
all the photos. Nice. Those things are still getting views online. People lost their minds about the Mike, Michael uh, Fassbender. Um, they just, they loved... I mean, did they show anything from the movie? Uh, no. Other than the trailer? No trailer? I don't even think they showed the trailer. Hmm. That's disappointing. Uh, well, it's not Comic-Con. Yeah, I, but I think that's what Ace is known for, is their celebrity people that you can get way closer to. So. Sure. I mean, hence the Tom Hiddleston photo Oh, yeah, exactly. And we also got to sit through the um, Jessica Jones panel with Kirsten Ritter and uh, David Tennant. Tennant. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was I another see. thing. And I'm like, he's right there. David Tennant's sitting right there. And he made some <laughs> anti-Trump comments. So oh, there was well. this. And I saw one woman stomp out of the um, auditorium for that. Oh, no. I know. We were She's in Ari- sad. Yeah, we were in Arizona, though. So I think a lot of his people are there. So It know. is... To hear Americans bash him is one thing. Yeah. When you hear other people bash him, it's, the, it's a whole different world because you're yeah. like, oh, that's right. The whole world thinks you're a douche. And like, David Tennant specifically is not shy. I've seen a bunch him. of stuff. I've seen a bunch of things. He thinks he's evil incarnate. So, But it was a really cool panel because yeah. they told this story about how she accidentally clocked him in the face with a fire extinguisher at one point. Like you do. Yeah, but it was great because they were really getting into telling the story. Now, now, was they, now, they were just there, obviously, because they were in Jessica Jones, but he's not in season three, is there he? Is. Somebody had said, because, you know, of course, in the second season... He um, was all in her, in her mind. Right. Yeah. So he got up, and, and the interviewer was saying, so, you know, with the third season and everything, I mean, are we going to see any more? And he laughs. He goes, oh, he's in every episode. Ah, ha, ha. Uh, just kidding, blah, blah, blah. And this, and we've done all this kind of stuff. And so, sure. no, we've already done that. Unless I'm lying. Ah, and I'm like... Oh, I think he's lying. Yeah, no, I he's think, probably in it at one I think point. He is. Um, it, it, well, I mean, the Purple Man has returned in comics multiple times, it's, so it's, it's not also, like it's a it's comic book. It's a comic book show. Nobody ever yeah, dies uh, forever. Yeah, no, God, no. no. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it's it was that was a good panel too, and that's what's the most, I think we're going to see some interesting stuff. In the oh, nice. Season, it's yeah. just it's the most disappointing thing about um, the um, I think. Grant, okay, look, Marvel has to keep the machine going. I understand that. So you got Endgame coming out in June or July or, no, May, whenever the fuck. Um, but it's unfortunate that Spider-Man comes out in July. Yeah. And you're like, all right, so he's apparently alive. Yeah. Not that you couldn't use your brain to figure out all right. these heroes are probably coming back because they have multiple contract deals. Right. But it is... It's just a little weird because you're like, okay, well, the mystique of that is gone. Right. Same with, like, Black Panther. They're like, well, we signed a, a Black Panther 2 as filming. You're like, okay. <laughs> so we know Black Panther's fine. They're like, oh, Doctor Strange 2 got a director. You're like, so okay, Strange so that's coming fine. back. Yeah. You know, and they just said this morning, they're like, yeah, Guardians 3 is going to happen. It may be long off, but it's going to be. You're like, but I also heard that one was going to be a prequel. Oh, that better. Yeah. They're gonna stop that right now. That's what. But Catherine even well, said Pratt the same said he thing. was in it. So yeah. Well, but so Kath, or maybe it's more like you know they've had a lot of adventures that were going on before uh, Avengers. Um, Did so they? they? There is some <laughs> idea that there was a long period of time in between the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie and everything that happened in Avengers: Infinity War, hmm. so that it might pick up there. But Catherine's thought is. If Gamora, spoilers, is really and truly dead, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch that Guardians movie. And here's the thing: I think she's dead. You think she's? Really I think she. I think dead? she might actually be dead. But then again, Pratt did say we're all here. Yeah. But but she did die prior to the snap. Yes. But 
It's a comic book movie. And it's also the and she's trapped in the gem, Yeah, she's in the infinity. The, the, the soul stone. So who the fuck knows? So, yeah. I think it would be ballsy if she didn't come back. Like, they were like, no, she died. It would be. I mean, if anybody doesn't come back, that's the thing. I think Hawkeye's family's got hit in the snap, but I don't know if they're going to oh, come back. Oh, 100%. He's so angry. That's why he's a Ronin without a master. I was like, Which oh, I'm, no, that brother's, his, his whole world was yeah. destroyed. Which is like... I'm, I'm hoping for some angsty scenes between him and Black Widow, especially since, like you said, in the Ultimate World, it was Black Widow who killed his family and yeah. then he killed her. And I'm like, well, I don't need that movie. Well, no, that's not happening. No, because uh, she's could, getting her own movie. I mean, I feel bad. I don't want his family to be dead, but if it comes for some sexy, angsty, good times between him and Black Widow, I'm in. So, yeah, you know, it, it was just it was weird because they made all those announcements, and you're just like, yeah, I get it. You, the machine has to keep moving, sure. but. You did leave the era of the mystique now because you know what it is is because everybody knows those the people that died like were like yeah they're all coming back, they have to come back. but it's really the ones that lived that you're like all right which one of you two is going it's coming down to Cap and Iron Man you're just like yeah, which one of you isn't making it out that's true but uh, doesn't Thor want to kind of go and do other movies now yeah but his. Uh, and he uh, could go off into oh, Asgard yeah. and we'll yeah, they're not going to kill fine. Thor. No, no. My, I, I would love it if I've said this before. If old Thor came back in like five or six movies oh. and like they made him the Odin, yeah. like he's got an eye patch, he's all gray. Like, have you been reading the what is it, Delgado's um, Thor book? The, the current run right now, I think so. Yeah, I, or I the one with old Thor that's going on. I right? can't get into it. Well, you can't get into. Oh, okay. I, I love the art. I think it's great. And the art is what's keeping me out oh, it's really? too psychedelic I don't know what I'm looking at I, it's so funny I, I think Delgado grew on me at it's beautiful point. no not Delgado no Mike Del Mundo that sounds more like yeah it. Delgado's know, he just got done doing Infinity Wars which was yeah. awful what was another book that he did he did he did some book that I really enjoyed at one point but yeah. for some reason Mike Del Mundo and Delgado that makes sense Delgado did the one with Gamora going crazy um, yeah Infinity Wars is that what it was? Yeah, it was the, their event that didn't really do well. Yeah. It wasn't I, good. I didn't get into it. Either, no, though I did no like the, did. the little what-if books were fun, though. Whatever. Oh, see, were. I thought those were abysmal. Oh, really? The only one I thought was interesting was what if the Thor the Thor one. Okay. Uh, uh, the X-Men one was unfucking readable I the, didn't, the I magic didn't one. one. No. no, not the magic one. The... Um, the cable one was like I didn't read your, it. Your life is so much better that you don't ever read it. What was it? The Thor Iron Thor or something? I thought that one was fun. Oh, those was were like, interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that one. No, it's, it was it was weird. They, they've done some stuff. There's no Marvel's got a little bit of a thing going. They got a problem going on okay. right now. What I felt Bendis like, isn't there anymore, so they don't have a direction. Oh, okay. You're just like, oh god, we don't know what to do. I felt like reading those what if books. It was their attempt to reach what they had gotten with the secret. Wars series from what 2015 was it? Sure. I thought those the Secret Wars. That's my favorite Marvel crossover event. The Battle World stuff and all that kind of stuff. Well, that was fun. So many different great yeah. books. Oh, and Doctor Doom and White. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We can't. Which I love the fact that 20th Century Fox and Marvel finally worked out their bullshit yes. because that means in probably 10 years we'll have another Doctor Doom on screen and it'll be like a Doctor Doom that you're just one, like. Yeah. Oh God! I'm actually afraid of this man in a silver mask. Like it might be really cool. Yeah. But yeah, I thought I felt the Infinity Wars was their attempt to reach the same thing. It's like it's another world. Everything's different, and here's all these alternate characters. I'm like, it's not as good as Secret Wars, but I enjoyed it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, was, yeah. Ace, Ace Comic Con. Was there anything? Um, any, uh, do you see anybody else? 
Um, uh, Charlie Cox was there. Got to see him. And right, was, right. And he was talking about, you know, with Daredevil being canceled, it's kind of like a... The writing was on the wall. Yeah, it I was. Mean, but the thing was is that I enjoyed the third season of Daredevil way more than the second I haven't watched it yet. I it, it was better... It was better than the second season of Jessica Jones. I thought the second season of Jessica Jones was awful. It wasn't great, but I don't know if I want to go say it was awful. It was just... I didn't... Her, I, her friend with the drug thing and whatever, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, Patsy? Yes. Yeah, that 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 upset me greatly because she's... I love Hellcat. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, what are you... This is the... You know what it was? Is she became soap opera Yeah. I was like, your best option was to make her a drug... Addicted to drugs? Yeah. Like, that's it? That's okay. all you got? Yeah. And I just didn't care. No, really but did. she does... She got, she's got powers now by the end of the show. So well, that's cool. that's true. Yeah. Which um, is what she always wanted. I mean, I like how they spelled out the fact that... Here says she's watching Jessica Jones this whole time, and even though Jessica Jones's life is a big clusterfuck, she has powers, and Patsy just really wanted powers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't have a problem with it, but you are right; it was not as good of a season. Right. Um, I thought there was some really good stuff about the third season of Daredevil. Some really amazing I'll fight scenes. You know, what it is? I, I I don't like frame jobs. Oh, and, and I know that that's is a, a big. And thing. I'm like, I'm like, great. That's and the it, best you got was a frame job. Now, granted. Yeah. That's from a comic. Yeah. And it was from a big comic, and I get why they're doing it, because that's Wilson Fisk's thing. Yeah. But I've read it a yeah. lot. It's kind of like the current run of Spider-Man right now. Like, it sells very well, but only selling well because it's Spider-Man. Like, I don't think anyone really gives a shit who writes it or draws it anymore. I mean, they do because it's a thing, but... So it's um, Nick Spencer, who I do enjoy. Like, I've met him. He's a very nice guy. And Ryan Otley, who drew all the Invincible books. Right. And I love his art. This should be a match made in heaven. It is not. I it's it's kind of just a boring, mediocre Spider-Man book. And the problem is, is you can tell that Nick Spencer has wanted to write a Spider-Man story his entire life. Yeah. And now he's doing it. But it's a shame because we've already read that story. Oh. Now, new writers, or I mean, uh, new people to comics and kids and young people or whatever they've never read all that like they don't know the history that you and I do yeah. so they're coming in like oh this is great yeah it's great and it was great the first time they and did. it was great the first time <laughs> like I have grown up with Peter Parker I don't need to read him anymore as an unemployed schlub who lives with roommates dating Mary Jane who has to help out May out oh boy these are things that I've read for 35 years. Right. I think we can do slightly better. I think so, too. But I always... It was when I first started coming back to comics, and it always just confused the hell out of me, because I'm picking up these books with these characters I've known for a while, yeah. and I'm like, do they make them younger? Do they do this? I mean, they have to do it every few years. They have to just sure. sort of reset I mean, it They can for, do something else, yeah, though. we would think. I don't but, know. I just, it just seems like he really wanted to tell this story, and I was like... Cool. Well, it just doesn't seem to be the story I want to read. Um, but if I mean, the books are selling well, yay. <laughs> sure. I that's mean, all. people are reading. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the X Men are going through some drama. Um, they did cancel X Men Blue, Gold, Black, and Red. That's what I said. And Astonishing. Yeah. So that's five X books all gone in the in a span of a month to bring back Uncanny X Men, which technically, yeah. Why isn't that always running? Yeah, that's true. So they brought it back with the number one. They're telling this weird story that I'm not even going to really try to get into because it doesn't make much sense. And and then and then you know they're doing all these mini series 
because what happens in that book is they go to like an alternate world where there are no humans. Yeah. So they're doing their thing. So we got a month of these random stories. Okay. And you're like, cool. When does Uncanny get back? Like, because they brought Cyclops back from the dead. Okay. Now this I will spoil the shit out of because it is hilarious and I want to see your reaction. Oh. So they brought it they brought him back in the annual that no store orders any annuals, by the way. So we sold I out right away. Wonder about that. Yeah. Annuals are fuck off. That's a money grab that no one needs okay. unless something happens. Yeah. Like this. Okay. So young cable kills old cable. You don't need to know any of that. It's terrible, but it's fine. It's fine. So young cable decides he needs Cyclops needs to be alive for the coming war. So, he say, he goes back in time, and we, we watch a flashback of Cyclops saving a human in the before time. Mm-hmm. And then that man is, like, so indebted to Cyclops for saving his life, he basically Wookiee lifes dead him. He's just like, I hope someday I can save your life. I can repay you for your generosity. Okay. Cut to modern today, where Cable time wipe or uh, you know body slides by one gets in there and he's just like, uh, hey, uh, dude that you were saved, who now works for Tony Stark, I need you to take um, this giant uh, machine I brought you, make it the size of a pacemaker. Oh, and by the way, I need you to keep the Phoenix Force in it because I need to bring someone back from the dead uh, in two years. Wait, what? Exactly. So he body slides by one out, comes back two years later. They've made a pacemaker size. That thing that will hold a sliver of a phoenix force, like right. like the, an essence, a sliver, if you will. Sure. So they shove it into a corpse, magically comes to life. What? Sure. So Cyclops is now alive and well. You know, two years later after what, being dead. But the corpse dead, is him. He's the corpse. Yeah. Okay. Right. So was Cy- it just any old corpse or his? Corpse? No, it was his corpse. Sorry. Oh, okay. I mean, they, 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 they Frankenstein him out. They pulled his body out. You know. Okay. You know they uh, they went and dug up a dead body, a la like Superman, mm. and then they put a Phoenix Force pacemaker into him to reanimate. To reanimate. So him. if he ever loses that pacemaker, will he die? We'll see. Okay. Oh, because this is my thing. So I have fifty years of X Men comic books that tell me this will not end well. I, I anytime you get involved with the Phoenix Force at all, it's like hearing about people nowadays starting to take crystal meth. I'm like, <laughs> do you not know anything about it that that will never be a good well, idea? The, the Phoenix the, Force. People in their 30s, they're like, yeah, so I decided to try meth in my 35th year of life. You're like, what? what? Well, so now we've got cool. all these X-Men. It's just yeah. like, yeah, so I decided to try the Phoenix Force. I'm sure it'll be fine. It, and I'm like, it, it, it won't be like, fine. I'm like, I'm reading it. I'm like, I'm sorry, what now? What? I'm like, this, this, this is not going to... Okay, you know that's not going to end well for it you. Will guys. not end well at all because that little tiny sliver of a phoenix force will somehow join back up with the main one, uh, or, or s- maybe it will be yeah. we'll have twin phoenix forces or it's something. Just, it's just one of those things where I was re- I'm like, I'm like, oh, but I'm in for the ride. Oh yeah, no, oh. I'm. I mean, I didn't really have any interest in jumping back into an X Men book till now. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they brought Wolverine back. Um, okay, young, so, young old. So Wolverine died. Yeah, and that's why we had Old Man Logan. Yes. So old man Logan is dying. Okay, as you do. Right. And so he his book went one through fifty, old man Logan. Mm-hmm. He's got a twelve issue mini, a year's worth of books coming out called Dead Man Logan. Okay. So it's gonna take him twelve months to die. Yeah. And because he's dying, Wolverine is now He's, he's in the Wolverine. horizon. He's he's, he's now back. Um so wait, 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 wait. How how is he back? Oh, okay. So, from what I could gather, is that some bad guy did something. He cut himself out of his shell. Uh, out of his admin shell? A, he had, you know what? He had a stone. 
Let me just say that an infinity stone. He had he had the um, the space stone. Okay. All these all these stones they can really do pretty much whatever you want them to do. I mean, know? there's a lot. You know what? He's back and now his claws are hot. What? Yeah, they're hot. Like they 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 burn now. Owies. Yeah, they're, and, they're and burning his skin as they go through too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they do, and it's killing him or some bullshit. I was like, well, that we can get rid of that right away. I hope so. Um, anyway, so Cyclops and Wolverine will be leading the new team of Uncanny X Men when it starts back so, up again and issue fourteen or so something. So Wolverine with his burning claws and Cyclops with his little bit of the Phoenix Force. Oh, yeah. and they a, never really liked each other from the first place. hundred percent. So put these two guys in charge of a team. Why not? Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, so that will be us for this week. Because um, we've got more comic book stuff to talk about yes. for next week. Uh, so we will uh, see you in a few moments. No, we won't see you at all. <laughs> no, we won't see you at all. And we won't talk to you in a few minutes. We'll talk to you in a week, really, because yeah. that's how this works. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, st- stay tuned for part two. <laughs> all right, I'm Leland. I'm Elizabeth. Bye. Bye. We'll just...